0: Do you hear that? It's the business buzz. I'm your host today, Harold Littlejohn. I'm here with Douglas Broughton, and we have a real special guest, uh, Robert Marcialis. We're going to talk Northern California business, and we're also going to talk some national news and some national financial uh, world information. I happened on the way over here, of course, listening to KKXX. Uh, the mortgage interest rates, if anybody noticed, have uh, just been coming down this week, which is a very uh, good thing for homeowners. Uh, that's just a real interesting uh, feature that I wasn't quite sure of, but I heard it today and it's coming down. So right now, uh, the I know the inventory of real estate's low, things are kind of tough, but uh, as far as the buyers, things are a little bit tough. but. If you're looking to buy a home, there's a lot of real good tax implications when you're a homeowner. So uh, you can always call me on that also. Uh, I'm Harold Littlejohn, and my phone number, just uh, for your information, uh, 895-3353. I've been 27 years at the same location at 1208 Mangrove Avenue, and I offer a free initial consultation. So... Anything you need tax-wise, uh, financial advice? I'm not. I'm happy to say I'm not a certified financial planner. I won't be trying to sell you stocks, mutual funds, bonds, and those kind of things. But I will be able to be a great second opinion for anything you need financially. I want to introduce Douglas Broughton. He's going to tell you a bit about his business, and we're going to get started today with a lot of business discussion and. Uh, I hope you enjoy uh, the entire program. You will learn a lot, I promise. Douglas?
1: Thank you, Harold. I've known Harold about 22 years. He's been my CPA for 15. Uh, he helped me get started with a project that I've been wanting to do for a long time. But uh, the timeliness was two and a half years ago when I started uh, inquiring about uh, business networking for the Chico area. Even though our area exceeds and goes out beyond, into the Paradise, Orland, up north, uh, down south, uh, past Marysville, Yuba City, Or Oroville, uh, we uh, primarily, in my business of Chico Business Network Association, which I founded two and a half years ago, um, based on my experience in BNI, uh, Business Network International, I belong to that in Sacramento, uh, I was formerly... The uh, marketing director for three different, manuf- well actually they were um, construction companies, commercial construction companies, and um, I got a lot of experience. I learned some things about BNI that I didn't like. I learned that they were a bit rigid, and so I've formed more of an open forum, and I'm uh, recruiting different ones and have recruited the top people in the Chico area in business in their profession, such as a uh, person that was here yesterday, a uh, fellow by the name of Jim, uh, has J-A-M, Jam Construction. Uh, McCall is his last name, Jim McCall, and he was on our program yesterday, Business Buzz. But um, I, I'm gonna tell you in a in a moment just where we meet and a little bit about us, but for the moment I would like for Harold to introduce our other guest here. I don't want to talk too much about myself at the moment, just a brief introduction. So Harold, would you take over and introduce our other guest? Sure, uh, Robert.
0: Good Ro- morning, uh, Robert's going to introduce himself a little bit. Tell us about your experience and all the things you do for the local business people that you work with.
2: Great, thank you for having me uh, again here today. Really uh, excited to be here with you guys. You know, my uh, I was taught insurance twenty years ago by some really good, great guys, who are mostly not even around now. Um, And it was a lot different then because you could sit down with your client, you had the time to go over what was really important to them. And uh, that's what really made me have a love for insurance in the industry. Uh, It's kind of become a nasty word when people hear insurance, they run the other way or, you know, the first thing they think of is how much they spend on it. But in all reality, it's something that we all kind of have. And, boy, I think more important than the the actual subject of insurance is who are you you dealing with? Do you know who you're dealing with? Uh, You know, when I sit down with the client, the first thing I do is I build a relationship and I figure out what my clients want and I'm not in a rush to give them a price or a deal or uh, guide them in one way or the other. What I like to do is uh, sit down with my client, get to know them, spend some time building the rapport and really finding out what their needs are and then going from there. And what I find is that uh, the the reason I do so well is their last agent wasn't doing that with them. He wasn't spending the time, wasn't giving them what they needed, wasn't answering the phone. So that's where I, I really pride myself. Um, you know, I've been blessed uh, in my business. I have a great family life. I've been married to the same woman for 22 years.
0: Speaking of your family, I understand there's some birthday action happening there.
2: Yes, we're all blessed to be born in June. Whoa. <laughs> so uh, there's four of us in a house. You can save uh,
0: money, one big party, right? Yeah,
2: my wife, my two girls, and myself, we have a, a birthday bash of June.
0: All right. <laughs> Thank that's you great. That. Oh, now, also, you deal with all pretty much most all types of business and home personal insurance also?
2: Yeah, just this morning uh, I got back from a really big ranch out in the the Butte County area, Um, and we're actually going to be doing some bull riding and rodeo insurance for this this ranch that I already insure, Um, 10 locations, 10 homes, and uh, just a wonderful, wonderful family, Uh, actually migrants, migrants that came here uh, back in the 60s and have made it, and they have a great operation, good family.
0: Now, what do you see lately as uh, some things that are important for people to know uh, as far as new regulations, new restrictions, anything weird that you see?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, something that's kind of a topic people don't even think about is people are going out and buying new cars because they're so affordable today. And uh, we want to put a nice little seat cover on our car and go out and spend uh, low money on a seat cover. Well, seat covers are now designed with um, an open area for your airbags to deploy from the passenger side airbags. And so, if you put some cheap airbags on your car, you happen to get in an accident, those airbags won't work the way they were intended to work if there's a seat cover covering that airbag deployment. Wow. So there's, uh, you know, you may consider spending the extra sixty bucks to get the correct seat covers so that if you happen to have a bad day, your airbags will deploy in the proper way.
0: Wow. Well, that's wow, good to that's know. Good info. That's life or death yeah. information. there. That's right. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> So you're actually in the rodeo and bull riding insurance business now, also.
2: Yeah, I do a lot of ranch cattle, um, vacant properties, and uh, and bull riding is uh, and rodeo is some of the stuff I deal with. Exciting.
0: Must, I hate to bring up the cost, but that's got to be a little bit expensive if you have guys riding bulls.
2: Well, it really isn't. Uh, if you if you think about it, uh, it's it's not more than five thousand dollars, and it covers millions of dollars if you happen to have any type of event. Or someone might get hurt uh, or injured
0: now would that be like 5,000 per rodeo or per year or per six months
2: well most liability policies uh, come in uh, in increments of 1 million 2 million or 2 million 5 million so that says uh, it's a 1 million two times a year for an aggregate of 2 million or 2 million uh, per claim up to 2 uh, times for uh, oh, 250 for okay. a 5 million
0: well that explains why they Have to sell tickets to the rodeo.
2: (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly right.
0: (laughs) Hey, well, thanks for being here, Robert. It's great to get that side of the whole business from an expert.
2: Thank you. I appreciate the time.
0: So, Douglas, tell us a little more about your uh, CBNA group. Well, the CBNA group that that we founded uh, two and a half
1: years ago uh, is a members only group, and uh, it's hand picked individuals by me. That might sound a little arrogant, but I have a, an eight. It a does. <laughs> See, it is. You're, okay, I got shot But down. it's okay. I got shot. Uh, no, it's, uh, I, I'm, the, uh, I'm the old dude in the group. So I have more decades and experience of uh, discerning the type of individuals that will collaborate better, that will bounce off each other better, that will refer jobs to each other. And uh, I've had people in there that were actually uh, leaders of other groups like this. In fact, one one person that's uh, been to our group three times in a row owns uh, a, a day spa here in town called Sweetwater Day Spa. It's named Don Thatcher. If you're out there listening, Don, I'm plugging you. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's our latest uh, member. And Don Thatcher is impressive, a real impressive businessman. And they're, by the way, uh, Sweetwater Spa, who currently are running ads with us here so I don't need to promote him he's already promoting on our radio station KXX 104.5 for you listeners um, he is uh, impressive I said that before what I wanted to tell you is he saw a good thing with our group he was quite impressed and I said what'd you do he said well I didn't tell you this but I used to be the uh, president of LaTIP and I said really? Really, I said, that's impressive that you like our – he said, yes, I'm impressed with your group. And some of the members in my group used to belong to B&I, and they also said they like it better. I also have uh, Eric Gray, who owns Sierra Roofing, is one of our members. And Eric Gray's company has been in business here in Chico since 1929. It's wow. a family business, been handed down. They're they're kind of like Collier's Hardwares. They've been here <laughs> since 19 19- – He 18- earned it. 18- he 18- earned
2: it. It wasn't handed down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. He earn, he's a workaholic oh my god and that man is a go-to guy oh, yeah. he's the roofer's roofer of all roofer's in this town everybody knows that he gets up on the roof he's like 52 I think shouldn't tell his age but right he, he acts like he's about 30 and he gets up there and he's the lead guy got about 15 men working for him seven or eight trucks rolling he works what a blessing. all the way from Seattle clear down to Fresno Wow and he just doesn't stop and uh, wise in investing and he's, uh, he's one of the best lead givers in our group. He's always passing out leads to the different ones. And And he also switched over to our our uh, insurance man in our group, Michael Lambert. And now we've got uh, another man that's come into our group who's here with us today.
0: That's Robert.
1: And Robert. And uh, Robert handles a little bit different insurance. He handles uh, some far-out things, like he just mentioned earlier about the rodeos, which is impressive. And uh, he can answer just about anything. I mean... I think he could insure yeah, the Golden Gate Bridge, I swear. He's wow, just hes that much of a, an impression to
0: me. And I'd like to make a quick little plug for CBNA because I am a charter member. Amen. I was there the first day. <laughs> yes. And yes. there's just a great group of people. If you feel like you need a little bit of a, a kickstart, maybe you've been having a little bit of decline in business, this is the type of group you can attend a weekly meeting you can have lunch at the same time, real good food I might mention, cozy diner, mm-hmm. and you will meet some top-notch people in each category that you might need to refer and to get referred by. So not only are you getting new clients, you're helping your clients get new contacts for things they need, and here you are able to refer them to you know, 20, 25 professionals that know exactly how to handle uh, all their needs.
2: And I'm having so much fun. I think we should make it two times a week. <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, time would allow, right? Uh you know, what I really liked was uh how friendly and and comforting and inviting it was since day one, is, is really what I'd have yeah, to say you. about that.
1: Thank you. That's what we've shot for. That's what we've tried to achieve. And I feel it's because of everyone in there that I've chosen. Now they're they're realizing they're the even, chosen ones. They're chosen, <laughs> yeah. They're the chosen. It's that's, good. Uh, that's good. We're at that's here. good. Well, that's the truth, as, as they say in Hamilton City. Es verdad. died. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to keep a light heart, keep a little humor in life, and uh, and know how to dig on each other a little bit and bring out the best in each other. And Correct. we've got uh, uh, Kelly Kelly Huff is in our group. And he, he would never – t- I've been trying for a year to get him in our group. And he said he, he never has the time to join this group. And I said, you're just the man. I only want people in our group for that 1130 to 1 o'clock lunch we have every Tuesday at Cozy Diner in the back room. I only want men that don't have time to be there. And women.
0: Yes, and now, women. Yes. Before we come up against a little break here, okay. what is the good contact – how do you want people that are listening – to get a hold of you or to meet CBNA somehow?
1: Well, I don't mind giving out my cell phone okay. because everybody and half the people in Chico have it already. So <laughs> so 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 uh, I might as well give it out. The number is uh, 530-368-7838. I don't do email, it just slows me down. I will text message or I will take your call 530-368-7838. I'm currently looking for a good painter. I've got a couple in mind. And I've been dealing with them to get them in. Uh, I didn't finish my sentence while ago about Kelly Huff. Kelly Huff finally came in after a year and a half, and he said, wow. No, it was a little over a year. He said, I'm impressed. He said, I am really impressed. He hates to miss a day. And uh, some of these people are too busy. We're a loose, kind of an open forum, like I said before. Uh, sometimes everybody's talking at once. Sometimes I have a special speaker there, and when I have that, I'm, I act as the moderator there. I don't talk much there but I fill in uh, if, if, uh, if there's a, a lull in the, in the crowd or I call things to order if things get too carried away. But it's actually a very successful group and uh, very respectful. Uh, just uh, I'm impressed. Yeah. We don't have a lot, but we have enough to uh, pretty much fill up the room, and sometimes it's pretty packed. So uh, I am currently looking for, uh, like I said, a painter, and I'm looking for an electrical contractor, uh, everyone in there has a business license and is uh, bonded licensed insured all that it's uh, it's uh, and also I am licensed I have my business license for this group so it is uh, totally legal
0: Great. I hear the buzz there's a buzz we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back.
2: Ow, ow.
1: Taz Automotive in Chico would like to remind you to salute the fighting men and women of the United States military. Let's make sure they know how much we appreciate them for putting their lives on the line for us. Our support can truly make a difference for our American heroes. This message from Taz Automotive, 1082 Muir Avenue in Chico. They're open Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. For information, call them at 343-4350.
2: Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great planning, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new
1: customers. And anyone can get Mount Shasta Springwater if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. and simple.
0: Naturally, the best. Mount Shasta Springwater.
2: Hello, I'm Joyce Meyer, and I want to personally invite you to join me on this station every Monday through Friday for enjoying everyday life. You know, life's journey is challenging for all of us. And on my program, I'm going to share with you practical truths from God's Word that are going to help you live the life that God intends for you to have. Let me encourage you that Jesus came so that you can know peace and truly enjoy your everyday life.
0: Weekdays at 1015 here on KKXX. David Bowie in the afternoon. We're back.
2: you say shoes on.
0: All right. So here we are, and I wanted to bring some things up because I'm a follower of investments that might be alternatives to the ones that you're normally thinking of your investments. Uh, for one thing, as far as the stock market goes, right now we're at a very high Uh, peak in the market which could could continue but it could end and drop down at any time one of the sectors of the market that I follow is the mining sector for the one the stocks that end up doing very well when the price of gold goes up uh, would be kind of the mining sector and if you take a look at that chart uh, about six or seven months ago when gold did start making a move the mining sector had very good returns. Uh, some of them were up 40%, 50% in a matter of a couple of months. And the problem is every now and then the price of gold will start rising, and then all of a sudden it's down again. So it's, it seems to be a very negative uh, topic for people who wanted to invest in, say, mining stocks. So what I wanted to share with you today was uh, a little recap of what happened During the Trump surprise election in November and in case you weren't noticing I'll fill you in in case you did notice. Let's do a recap When the stations began to put out the news that Tuesday night in November that Trump was going to be the winner if you remember that night the overnight markets had gold up about a hundred dollars and it had the Dow Jones stock index down about nine hundred or thousand points which is the indicator of what the financial world thought about this shocking victory of a non politician beating the established you know the party that's been in and the party that is pretty much running Washington and so this shock led to a giant increase in the price of gold and a giant drop in the stock market. Well, in the next few days, the stock market reversed very quickly, and it ended up up seven or 800 points, so like a 1,600-point swing. The price of gold, within three days, ended up down $250 from the high point and $150 less than the gold was before the election now you look at that and you say hmm okay was the Trump victory good for gold or bad for gold well most people realize or they feel now well must have been bad for gold well I just want to let you know that whenever you hear the price of gold being quoted it's the price of paper gold it's not necessarily what gold's true value is so and what I wanted to point out and it's a little bit complicated but The futures market determines the price of gold, certain entities sell gold without owning the gold. And that's what drives the paper price down. But my main point about this is that within three days of that election, 10,000 metric tons of paper gold worth were sold, and I put quote marks around that, sold on the paper market in order to bring that gold price down and 10,000 metric tons, uh, you know, it's hard to put that into perspective. All the gold in the world that's ever been mined pretty much still exists because it doesn't really get used up. It's usually in jewelry or in storehouses, uh, bricks, things like that. The entire world's history of gold mined is 160,000 metric tons. So what I'm telling you is that in three days after the Trump election, Three years of world mining gold production or one-sixteenth of the entire world's history of mined gold was sold on paper in order to bring that price down. So the reason I'm telling you this, and it's, you know, if you're interested in this, you can just start reading a little bit. Google on the Internet uh, you know, commodity futures. Uh, you can Google naked shorting. Uh, That means that people are selling things on paper that they don't own and I just want you to know that there is a concerted effort in the mainstream media and the government To make certain that you don't like the idea of investing in gold or gold mining stocks Because once these things catch fire pretty soon that's all anybody's talking about next thing you know they're heading down to the bank withdraw some money to buy an ounce of gold I actually have a client and this is just an example when gold was climbing from about 1100 up to about 1900 in 2011 I have actual clients who don't have a lot of money calling me and saying I'm gonna take five thousand dollars out of my IRA and I'm gonna buy three ounces of gold so that's the mentality that happens when the price starts going up and there's certain interests ie banks Uh, brokerage houses, stock uh, market-type investment people, uh, they don't want gold to to be up because that means where's the money going to go? It's going to go into other things, and it's not things they can control. So that was my one little lesson for today, and it really does have to do with the fact that the Trump election should have sparked a tremendous gold rally, but the powers that be aren't going to allow that. So I wanted you to know that, and... uh, uh, moving on to some more localized, lighter subjects, um, we're going to get back talking with Robert about what type of customers and clients would benefit the most by you, even though everybody needs insurance. Well, what type of people are you really able to help the most right off the bat?
2: Well, I think yourself as a financial planner, uh, know that the, the first place you can save on is insurance. But what you do not want to do is minimize the amount of insurance you have for a better price. A lot of people who have worked all their lives for what they have, and uh, i like to ask you, have you worked harder in your life? And, and I don't think anybody's going to say no. I think we've all bled, cried, and, and um, prayed over finances in our lives. But uh, what you have is yours, and, and you want to protect it. And other people today are, are so hungry, and it's so easy for you to lose something when, when it doesn't go um, the way you planned your day. Yeah, so what I would say is uh, make sure that you get what your insurance agent or your planner. Figure out the amounts of insurance that are correct for you. And don't overpay um, and don't underpay because also you don't want to go with budget companies. When you call them, they won't be able to answer the phone or give you a straight answer. So it's really important that, uh, you know, we're the ones that take the call when your house burnt down or, or someone's been injured in a serious car accident. And as an agent, I want to make sure that I've done the correct the correct job for you that you're going to come out of this okay.
0: So um, when when you're helping somebody, you have the capability to actually look to more than one company. I mean, they might need their business insurance through one company, but a home insurance through a better company for them, is that correct?
2: Yeah, so we take we take a look at, at the whole picture and find out what's best for the client and what's in best of interest of their lives and their financial picture, and we do the best to try to meet that picture.
0: Right, so you don't have to just stick with one company Correct. for all the insurance. Yes. Yeah. No, I know how important that is. I actually had a, a minor situation come up and I, it turns out I had been a customer for five years. I had what was called a vanishing deductible, and I was down to zero. So when I finally did make a claim, it didn't cost me a penny. Yeah, you actually pay a deal. little bit
2: for that in, in the policy, but it is a good deal. Um, discipline deductibles. It's a new way of marketing insurance. Uh, but really, what you, what you want to pay attention to is the liability limits that you carry.
0: I driving do around in your car that. every
2: day. It's kind of like you have everything you own in your trunk, and it's the biggest liability you take every day when you get in your car. Uh, you have ten thousand opportunities uh, to have an oops, and uh, they're not financially uh, easy to deal with.
0: Right. Right. No, I I totally agree. I. Uh... That's why having an insurance professional help you is the key. You yes. can actually you know, talk with someone, and that'll be the person. So if that person comes home and his house is burned down, you're probably the person he's calling first when he's freaking out.
2: Exactly. So you know, and a lot of people ask him, hey, do you know who your insurance agent's name is? And they don't. Well, you should learn it, and you should have them programmed into your telephone, because that's the guy you're going to call first when you're having a major problem, and, uh, or a woman. Uh, we have a lot of great female agents in this area. Um, but, yeah, to make myself available, uh, you know, I'm with RMIS Insurance. That's Robert Marcellus Insurance Services. My phone number is nine six five oh four nine six. And I think what clients appreciate most about my service is I answer the phone at all times. Wow. so
0: That says something.
1: I can attest to that. That's a, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a dedicated uh, person that wants to help leaving hey, his phone available. To that. That's really good. I'm really glad you're here. Really Douglas, uh, did, did you want to uh, add anything right now about um, well, just I, anything you're thinking of?
1: Well, right. I'm, I'm you know, always something I'm thinking of. <laughs> I, I, uh, I wanted to get back to you when Robert finished up, if you're done. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Go okay. ahead, sir. Um, I wanted to get back on this uh, trunk. Uh-oh. We got a
0: music We will coming. get back to that oh, in just okay. a minute or two. Uh, the I'm, Paris, lo- the Paris thing. I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah. love to talk about that. I have pretty much an opinion on everything, and you get what you pay for, (laughs) and it's free advice. We'll talk to you guys soon. Hang on there. We'll be right back.
2: Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great landing, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new customers. And anyone
0: can get Mount Shasta Springwater
1: if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple.
0: Naturally the best. Mount Shasta Springwater. It seems like every
1: day I'm asked about vitamin D in the sun. The main question being, how much sunlight do I need to
0: expose myself to get an adequate level of vitamin D? So my answer is simply, Use common sense, protect if you need to, and consult your primary care physician if you think you might be deficient in vitamin D. I'm Dr. Paul Sabin, and that's The Skin You're In. If you have skin care questions, make an appointment today with Dr. Paul Sabin of North Valley Dermatology. Call Dr. Paul Sabin today at 342-3686. Again, that's 342-3686.
1: This is Pastor Glenn from Butte Bible Fellowship. I want to take a moment to invite you to come to Christ, to ask him into your life, ask him to forgive you of sin and be your Lord and Savior today. Take that step. Ask him, pray to him, and then tell someone that you've made that decision. God bless you in your new life.
0: Pastor Glenn Cheney and KKXX, sharing the good news with Northern California. back, everybody. Has anybody been paying attention to this thing about that climate accord that Trump is basically withdrawing the U.S. from? Uh, Douglas, you got any thoughts on that? Yes, I was reading about that this morning, and I read some
1: things that that uh, I, I saw something that I'd never seen so clearly as I did today when I was reading some of the news uh, clips, and I had... Also, it had the pictures of different commentators across the United States on both sides for pro and con. And uh, the one thing I noticed that was really strong is that the conservative right, who are basically the fundamental Bible-believing and and, uh, a lot of the liberals think, okay, that's the dummies that are brainwashed. You know, that's their mentality. And, And it's not so. We have scientists on that side. We have some of the most educated people in the world on that side, and so it's not a matter of education; it's our brainwashing. It's a matter of uh, there are facts to be presented on both sides, and and the the strong point that I want to make is I saw clearly for the first time how that the ones that are that are the down-to-earth, common thinkers that understand reality and have to deal with reality, as opposed to the liberal left side that likes to promote their agenda. And if their agenda, if they don't get what they want, they throw a, a dime store fit, we call it, back in the old days. They would get down on the floor and kick and scream and all that like a child that's unruly. <laughs> and it's proved, proved by the, all the riots that they had when the president got in. Right. Now, had the other party gotten in, we, you wouldn't have seen those riots. There wouldn't have been a bunch of uh, loose cannons out there going crazy. And it went on for a long time, and it was quite threatening and quite shaking to this nation. And so there's, there's kind of a, a proof that we saw of the difference in the attitudes and the reality of uh, what's going on out there. Now, the, the division that I'm going to bring up right now is the conservative side, the strong conservative side, are the ones that are anti-global warming. They realize it's not true at all. The other side wants to be promoting global warming because it has a lot of hidden agendas that are going to be detrimental and destructive to our nation here in the United States. And uh, I I know a lot of people say, well, show me, prove me. Well, if you start going and digging and looking up the information, it's out there by people that are far more professional than I am. And uh, so when Trump pulled out of that, he did it for the salvation of our United States as far as economic and business it is going to destroy the job market here if it if it goes through because they want us to be hog-tied, hand-tied, restricted, confined, imposed so many restrictions on us, and that's what's killing business anyway. Especially in California, we that live here know how bad that's that's uh, that's hurting
0: financially, like a yoke like around everybody's yes, neck. Yes,
1: exactly, and that's what it would do. And yet, the ones that won't have that problem are India and China. Well, they're the biggest pollutants in the entire
0: world. That's, that's what I wanted to mention. I think there's two major factors, in, uh, and you're right. The first factor is, is there global warming in the first place? And my contention is we probably can never be sure because the only scientists that get paid to do the studies are the ones that have already agreed to come to the proper conclusion according to the people who are hiring them. So that's my first contention. My second contention is, and I just learned this recently since this pullout by Trump, this entire accord is a bunch of hot air. It's promises to slow down pollution in the future. Each country has given their own little plan, and that's their big plan to reduce pollution. But it's actually just hot air. The Chinese side offers to start reducing by 2025 uh, something like that yeah. whereas we're sitting here with all these carbon laws and we can't do our coal and blah 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 we're the ones suffering as usual for the world to suck off of our income and our taxes it's just like the un support that we give it and and oh you see how offended germany and europe get When Trump tells them they're Uh, supposed to pay their 1% of the U.N. budget, and they balk and moan and cry, and we have our military in how many countries? 90 countries we have bases. We're spending all of our hard-earned tax dollars defending all these other countries, but they can't even pay for their share of the U.N. So, you know, I'm not really going to say I'm conservative, but... uh, I don't like to take sides, but I do see complete lies and injustice in a lot of these topics. But yeah, the climate accord, I believe, is just one big thing of hot air. Uh, they're making a bunch of money off of it. And there's bureaucrats everywhere you know, that make a living you know, making sure the right scientists do the right investigation mm-hmm. to prove global warming.
1: Well, so many groups out there that back the global warming, so many things that, that, that I see that just smack of something wrong, uh, uh, like, like uh, for instance, the, the uh, Save the Whales group that are Save the Whales and all about saving this and that and don't kill a rattlesnake because it's, it's one of God's creatures, but they'll turn right around and, and butcher unborn babies and, and promote abortion. And which is totally hypocritical and inconsistent.
0: Right. And it's the Li- same people right. that are is all life. for
1: global warming. So I'm thinking these people are already lying to themselves, living in the delusion, and yet they're the ones that run out there and bash anybody that disagrees with them. And there's been a lot of scientific proof out there, a lot, that uh, that global warming is just trumped up. I hate to use his word to it. <laughs> Use, maybe I gotta find. You're a better using word. his name in vain. <laughs> to use his name in vain, but uh, and the reason I'm saying this isn't to promote Trump. It's just I'm happy for what he's taken a stand on because he's not out there for a popularity contest. He's not trying to do that to win friends and influence people, you know, at all. He's doing that because he realizes and recognizes what it's going to do to this nation, and he wants to protect us so that we can have more jobs. He wants to rebuild America. He really does. He, the thing I love about him, he's not a politician. He's honest. People cannot handle honesty. 2,000 years ago, when honesty stood before them in the form of the son of God, they crucified him, and they'd love to crucify Trump. And I'm not comparing Trump to to Jesus Christ. And I'm not laughing at that. Uh, no, no, I know you're not. Uh, no, yeah. that's not it. It's just it's such a ludicrous
0: situation. Right. I mean, the thought of a guy coming in to try to balance a budget, cut hiring, you know, c- cut the federal government down, and all he re- all he gets is complete opposition from every corner of the government. <laughs> that's true. And you that's know, th- when you think about it, if the government gets to the point where 51% of all the voters rely on the government, how will you ever vote anything down? Uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. And we're and approaching that these days.
1: That's true. And, and the biggest thing that I see as far as economically, you have unbelievable amount of people that are living off of the, uh, the fat of the land. They want to come into this country because instantly they're taken care of. Even if they're illegal, they're taken care of. And and, yeah, and Missouri deporta-
0: is, Yeah, how about deportation hearings right. for people that aren't citizens and they aren't here legally. Yeah. How, you know, yeah. And, and, and the, you and I can't get into takes ninety days to get a court date if we have something real to and, argue about.
1: And uh I'm just I'm just not bashing any particular race. Of course I'm not. just saying this is prevalent and and uh where we first noticed it, since we're California, we have a border down below. And a lot of my friends, Mexican friends, their their family was coming over here having their baby and going back home and uh, illegally but their baby's a citizen and I think things like that should be stopped. I don't think that person that brings their child over uh, brings their, their wife or their sister or their whoever over here to have children and then and they'd get them delivered free and all this and they're instantly a citizen and then run baby. back there. Well that child can grow up and come over here and vote. And he's going to vote what's what's best for his country, not for his, uh... not for this country. Who's which of those people are going to pick up their rifle and defend this country? No, they're going to run back home to where they came from. So, that's not right. But I'm,
0: re- I'm reminded of one of my favorite cartoons. What's that? It was a little picture, like a magazine cartoon. It was a guy, an American guy, in his cornfield with a three-cornered blue hat, and. <laughs> He's in his cornfield, and the British red-coated soldier with his, you know, rifle over his shoulder comes up and says to the American guy, now, what do you need an assault rifle for? (laughs) That's that's good. That kind of says it all. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know, I know. It's amazing that the countries out there. Even Britain doesn't want us to be able to bear arms. And 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 right. China they would
0: like to involve themselves. in China
1: and Japan and all these countries that come out here with their entourage of higher ups in their government that come over here and make public speeches because they can have freedom of speech in this country, but they can't at home. So they come over here and they try to tell us how we should do things. Really, mm-hmm. and and uh, it, it's pathetic. Back to what I was going to say though about the uh, the Paris thing that, that uh, Trump he he did it for our good. He. It doesn't benefit him. A lot of people like to throw rocks at him. And say, well, he just did it for him and his few rich buddies. Right. Well, he doesn't. You know, need Trump's, the money
0: Trump's a multi-billionaire. If he makes another ten billion, it doesn't matter. But he saves us ten trillion. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. Uh, me too. <laughs> me too. If he if he helps
1: people in my family, my my grandchildren, my 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 kids, my uh, great yeah. grandkids, whenever they show, if he makes it better for them, uh, then. I'm all for it. I want this country to be built like like when it was in the 40s and 50s after the Second World War when we really, everybody was shoulder to the plow. They were really working hard to build America back then. I remember. That's one thing about having an age is I remember the good times. And uh, sure, there was controversy in politics back then too. But now it's extremely critical because we're uh, back during uh, the last two administrations before Trump, both of them. De-escalated the military bases uh, by by over 200 bases shut down during their time. But
0: they didn't shut too many down in foreign countries. I don't believe.
1: No, they didn't. Right. Well, the war shifted and changed. You know, it's it's a different mentality about war now. But anyway, back to what I was saying about uh, about the global warming. One of the things that I didn't bring up yet, and there's going to be a lot of Catholics are outraged with me, but I don't care because we all well (laughs) Martin Luther didn't care either. So why should I care? <laughs> so good point. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Luther, I'm on your side. So anyway, uh, what the thing that was so horrible is uh, here here comes the pope over to America. Well, what's his agenda going to be?
0: You know what? We're going to we're going to talk about this after the break. Yeah. This is getting really interesting. His agenda was You're a little more older horrible? than really? Martin Luther was though at the time, yeah, I believe. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay tuned to KKXX for more business buzz.
1: Wonderful Worms. This is Ken Ham, an Aussie transplant with a passion for sharing the truth of God's Word. In the soil beneath our feet live millions of tiny earthworms. Now the worms help make plant life possible. The average acre of soil contains over 3 million earthworms. Earthworms swallow huge amounts of soil and digest nutrients from it. This process helps to oxygenate, fertilize and loosen up the soil for plants. Their waste helps to transport minerals and nutrients for plants. It also helps to decompose litter like fallen leaves in the fall. Earthworms will drag around 90% of these leaves into the soil so the nutrients can be reused. Indeed, in the earthworm, God has provided the earth with an efficient system of enriching the soil.
0: Discover more about God's incredible
1: design in nature when you visit AnswersRadio.com. There's so much more
2: that proclaims the Creator's glory. Go to AnswersRadio.com.
1: I spend a lot of time in the garage, But even more time in the rain and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. And in 09, it was sparks from me, your chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire.
0: Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Welcome back to Business Buzz. Uh, Douglas was just talking about the, and I didn't remember this, but it sounds like uh, when the Pope came over, he had a real, you would think his topic may be uh, abortion, like the return of Christ, or uh, maybe uh, helping all the poor people that give their last uh, donation to the church. But uh, what was the topic he decided to make number one? The number one topic on his agenda was global warming.
1: (laughs) <laughs> which is just like a, a mad magazine joke. I mean, it didn't make sense. Why would they have so much power? Who are the powers that be have so much influence and power on the Pope as to get him to promote their agenda instead of to talk about the topics like abortion, which the Catholic Church has always been very strong against, and uh, so, some good things instead of something that's, that's uh, like the sky is falling. The sky and you know, remember well, little chicken? Well, it's,
0: it's also political, it's all It's very divi- it divides people like That's we were true. just talking about. That's true. I mean the whole topic of global warming, I really I don't think th- there's nothing really going on with it. Do they really discuss it anywhere? They just make us assume that the, it's happening yeah, and yeah. we have to fix it, but I don't hear people talking about it. They keep saying global
2: it. warming, but they're not putting any real charts or real visionary uh, stuff on, on right. TV or anywhere that you can really pick up. You really have to go in, I think, on the Internet or wherever you can get your sources to really check out what's going on. But I, I, I think, wasn't the world frozen over
0: yeah, at one it, time? It was and an ice age, and, and yeah, when, you, were, you were pointing out that the, the yeah, continents turned into land, and uh, it's all part of the process.
2: I would think so. I think we have a pretty hardy world.
0: Right. You know, I don't think we need to mess with it too much more. Plus, if it does come out where there's been a year where the average temperatures have been lower, they don't really mention right. that a lot. They yeah, just,
2: I mean, yeah. we set a record here or yeah. there. But, uh, yeah. you know, I don't think that somebody in L.A. using a, uh, some spray paint or uh, some hairspray or right. um, aerosol. With, boxes. You yeah. know, some right. deodorant is, is really affecting the world. Now, uh, regulation a little bit, yes. We yeah. can't just have companies burning everything into the air and right. polluting. Um, but it, I think global warming might be going... A little bit too far. Yeah. You
0: know, what I notice is that the work that they did in the 60s when I was a kid about keep America beautiful. I remember when I was little, because I did a lot of traveling with the family in a family car. There was always be trash piled up all over near all the freeways. And it was pretty ugly. And I grew up in the East Bay. And there, there by Emeryville, sewage just opened up into the bay. And it just got dumped there. And it stunk like a giant sewer all the time. And so those programs really did help. People don't throw litter out the window of their car because they know they can get a $1,000 ticket. So that does help. But I don't need a scientist to tell me back in 1962 that there was a litter problem. Mm. I saw it. But now we have to believe that these scientists who are all paid by the government, there's not a lot of self-employed scientists no. doing global warming and selling their results to the public.
1: They don't get listened to. No. Yeah.
0: So basically, we're we're locked into this thing where we have to believe what we're told, and uh, you know, if we don't, then we're not. And I'll tell you that the best thing to make sure something's true is if the mainstream media calls it a conspiracy theory. You can guarantee that it's actually true. <laughs> that's true that's true well
1: the thing about it is it's a it's a control it's all about the control of the masses the control it hasn't stopped all governments focus on the control of the masses in many many ways and this is just one more form and it's a very controversial form and the 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 fact of it all about the global warming is that uh, they haven't shown or proved or produced any real evidence to substantiate, except to say it enough. And I, I remember, I think some of you might remember out in the audience there that uh, Ralph Nader. That that name might ring a bell. Ralph Nader. Well, he promoted some crazy things, but he said them enough and convinced. And he's so convincing, he was almost like a Hitler as far as his convincing of the people who who were the um, environmentalists. Uh, bent type individuals who uh, saved the planet and so forth. He said uh, one of the things that he, his agenda was so heavy about uh, uh, cemeteries and about people dying and about projecting how many millions and millions of people are, are being populated in America. And pretty soon we're going to have 300,000 and half, half a billion. Then we're going to have, a, 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 you know, a billion people in America And uh, when we do, there won't be room to plant them uh, in cemeteries. We're going to have to start cremating them. And, you know, he threw out things there, and he showed his statistics, and it was such bogus stuff. And there were people were believing him and believing, and then somebody finally showed mathematically they allowed everybody to have a certain, certain space in a a parcel to be buried in by the traditional. They gave exact dimensions, and they showed how erroneous he was by mathematics that you could place everybody in the United States in a parcel, and it wouldn't even come close to filling up the state of Rhode Island. And
0: sometimes I think that's what they want to do. (laughs) I was just thinking, as far as now a business person in Cal, first of all, you're not only in the U.S., you're in California. Right. The way I look at it, and of course, I look at my own finances all the time because I have a a good business that does well, but no matter how much I increase my business, I sort of find I kind of have to increase my fees because it's so expensive for everything now. Uh, I can't can't keep up by treading water. If I don't either get new clients or new fee structure, I'm going to go downhill because of all... The expenses. Mm-hmm. I mean, Try you know, adding a wife and a couple of kids to so that, that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's the whole thing. And uh, you're an insurance person. Uh, I look at my total insurance cost and it's just, I won't call it staggering. I mean, it's not that bad. It but is. You That's got business liability, our- car, home, uh, rental property. Everything has to have a policy. And when you look at it on an annual basis, it's incredibly high. And it's got to be passed on. People cannot do business without making a profit. That, that's the idea.
1: So, well, the overregulation. Uh, let's back to global warming and the environment. Uh, we've been imposed and put upon by the government and restricted, and constricted. Uh, that so much about pollution, and uh, I want to point this out. The inconsistency there is. Uh, uh, okay, who who catches the brunt of that? Well, all the car owners, because we're the little people, we're the little ants down here, the busy, 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 making things happen, paying our taxes, and and uh, we are the masses. Then you've got the level of the people that uh, own the big airlines, uh, and, and uh, we have to have catalytic converters. Try putting a catalytic converter on it's like fifteen hundred dollars. I
0: just got done yeah. with
1: one of those. It, it hurt. <laughs> Sure. I'm, I'm, but, I'm still limping a little. But we're so constricted restricted by regulations about what we have to do for the pollution. To, so there's no pollution. And these things have been proven to cause more pollution than the older cars back in the 60s that didn't have any of those regulations on them. And, I'll tell you the
0: secret, Douglas. What's that? I showed you my 1973 <laughs> vehicle yes, yesterday. Yes, yes. I don't was... have to smog it. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a, that's a, well, listen, neither do all the airlines. United Airlines alone is pumping out like $10 million a day in fuel, dropping down on our heads. They're, they've got a name for it. You know what it is. And that's just United Airlines. Then we've got, and I'm going to pick on them because they need picked on. But, uh, <laughs> right. but but we... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, but but we have all the airlines, and we've got all the ships out there, and they're pumping out lots of pollution. They don't have catalytic converters, neither do the airplanes, neither do the trains, right? Neither do the semi trucks that that
0: pump out and pollution. The, the way I look at it, yeah, if it takes a village, could we please ask the people in China and India to stop polluting the entire world's air? Amen to that. It's yeah. like no, they won't do it, no. but we're supposed to chip yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's
1: what I'm saying. Uh, said,
0: that's the main thing. I America mean, we is we all share the air. Right. <laughs> so we should all be, you know, required right. like good Californians right. to not pollute. But it's just one more control and one more way to
1: make money. And they didn't put the they didn't put the seat belts on the seats. And we for haven't our... even
0: we haven't even started talking about vaccines yet, have we? Oh man.
1: <laughs> we can talk we can talk the whole time just about vaccines. There is a book folks uh, written by a medical doctor on vaccines about how bad they are for you and how much damage and death and et cetera, et cetera. He has a book and we checked it out of the library over at law hospital and read it. And I think if they knew it was there, they'd burn it. At,
0: I, I got to point out also, there's an older book that I would recommend everybody. It's called Murder by Injection. And wow. the, the author's name is Eustace Mullins. He also wrote books about the Federal Reserve Bank, Mm -hmm. but he wrote a book called Murder by Injection, and it basically totally indicts the entire medical establishment, and uh, it's really sad. When you have a doctor recommending that your child gets a shot full of mercury and aluminum and all that, I actually have a client, a personal client of mine that I know well, whose grandchild was a normal baby, and with a six-month uh, schedule to have that DPT shot, the baby basically turned into a needs care its whole life because it's completely yeah. like immobilized. And when the when the school educational system
1: demands and makes it a mandate right. that Thank your you, child Brown. Has, yeah Thank that you. your child has to do this or else they cannot be. Enrolled in their
0: schools, right? At all, right. and and, and they, they wonder why there's a lot of homeschooling going on.
1: My wife is from Romania, and she said that that we are far more under communism than they were when they were under Ceausescu, <laughs> and she lived under communism until she was about fifteen, and she knows what she's talking about. She saw it, and she said honestly, the people here don't realize how handcuffed they are and how much of a slave they are to the government who dictates and mandates things that they shouldn't that aren't even good for them like the injections you were just talking
0: about. Right. Yeah. And of course my job is to help people pay their taxes properly. Right. So of course we you know we try to do the lowest legal limit. Right. Uh, but some people just uh, become tax protesters and uh I've never you know of course I'm not going to go that far. I make my livelihood helping people uh you know conform to the correct tax law which is my job. Well but I don't like to see that much money going out towards things like you know a global warming group that doesn't really have our best right. interest
1: well the solution is that it's in the bible the answer is in the bible it, it's a, there's a verse that says if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and call upon me i will hear their prayer and will answer them and and I could go on and on but in other words god says hey you quit looking for the answers i am the answer I hold this huge ball called Earth out in space, not hanging from anything except from my power. I made it. I created it. It's hanging. Don't worry about anything else. What if I decide not to hold it out there and just turn it loose and let it go off in space? I mean, yeah. you know, we got more. What we got the bigger. The sun burns out tomorrow. We, and we got bigger to things to and... to, talk, to worry about. Yeah. You know, than global warming. We don't even know <laughs> right. if the sun burned right. out yet.
0: You know, I, I've got a quick quote from The Course in Miracles, which is a book I like a lot. Okay. And it says... Nothing real can be threatened. nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of god Wow, that's a good saying that's kind of the summary
1: I like that, yeah, I like that a lot Robert, what's your comment
2: well you know uh I, I try not to comment too much on on uh politics and global warming, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but you just I, I like to listen <laughs> uh, well, I like to listen and I like to learn. I like to get all the avenues and uh I don't think that uh that uh I can make my own, you know, a decision. I I know what my own decision is, but uh, I think that everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Until we have some real, proven facts, like the Bible, then it's not not real to me.
0: Amen to that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And the thing is, is that they assume that if we hear it often enough, we'll believe it's the truth. (laughs) That's. And the other thing the course talks about is that if there's more than one truth, there is no truth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you know. If you've got three people that all believe a different truth, mm-hmm. there is no truth. Well,
1: when Khrushchev came over to visit the United States, I remember it. That's one advantage of having a lot of decades under my belt. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, well, I gotta put it the best way I can. Uh, so it, it, when he came over here, I he, saw that Buick parked outside. By the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what, um, what he said. Right here openly, publicly, to the whole United States on the air on TV. He said, well, they, they told him that Russians are noted for lying and lying and lying. And uh, he said, well, if we tell you people, if we tell this country lie long enough, you'll believe us. He said that. <laughs> he admitted seen, it. They've seen us in <laughs> action. <laughs> right.
0: <So. laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks, thanks guys. It was great, great to see you. Douglas. We'll look forward to seeing you uh, soon next week. Monday, that right?
1: Monday from 3 to 4. Monday I'll, from I'll 3 to 4. There. Douglas will be business on the bars. air.
0: And uh, I'll be back Tuesday with another special guest. So have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. 3 to 4 o'clock. 3 to 4 o'clock, the business buzz. Five days a week. All right. Okay. Thank you.